Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Podcast. I'm Manu Veth, he's Stefan Bienkowski. Stefan, um, very snowy here, very snowy where you are, very snowy in Germany, um, snow everywhere and this is going to impact impact the, the match day I'm going to explain of course when we get to it but first of all how's it going? Yeah I'm doing okay Manu, uh, had a good day but I got a message through just before we started recording which has actually put me in a bit of a bad mood. Um, uh -oh. It's a message from uh, Robert Ryan who I'm sure he listens to the show uh, because he messaged me saying this. He said hey Stefan I see preseason. You wondered if in you wondered in your pod about Leverkusen pushing for the title, and I knew you knew your stuff. So I put on I put them on at fifty to one. So if Bayern do it, then please let me uh, allow me to pop in a wee something via PayPal or whatever method for a wee something. By the way, so basically Ryan uh, Robert rather has just said that he put Leverkusen on at fifty to one at the start of the season. And he's let me know now that we're halfway through the season and they're still on top that that bet comes through. He's going to send me some money. Uh, Robert, don't worry about it. Um, it's all yours. You deserve it. Um, because I was foolish enough not to put the bet on myself. Um, and I was just saying to our colleagues before we started recording that I really need to start listening to my own advice sometimes. <laughs> so, I mean, you're in a good situation that um, your excuse can just be, and this is my excuse, that in North America, we're not supposed to bet on the sport that we cover. Right. So that's your excuse. You weren't supposed to do it anyway. So I know in the UK, they're a little bit, a little bit more liberal about it. But oh, yeah, yeah we North don't, America, we could, that's we a big no-no. Yeah, it's, <laughs> big no, it's a big no-no if you're part of a, a soccer riders union, which I am, then um, that's actually one of the things that you're not supposed to do. Um, right. I, yeah, it's a, it's a thing that they do in all sports. Like, yeah, I'm allowed to bet on NBA, NFL, NHL, all the other sports, but not on soccer. So... Yeah, that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess uh, you don't have that excuse. So sorry, Stefan. <laughs> Look, I'm just happy. If our listeners get to profit off of our genius, then I'm happy. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I felt like a good a good little essay going into our preview show as more people spend the next 20 minutes listening to our other predictions. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. I mean, uh, I hope that there's some other people that get something out of these preview shows and maybe out of our predictions um, and maybe maybe make some money off it. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fantasy uh, football play football fans and then, of course, uh, fantasy tippers and so on. So, yeah, hopefully they get something out of it. But, Stefan, uh, we should dive into it right after this break. With the NFL playoffs in full swing and the NBA season... Mm -hmm right in the midst of it, BetOnline has you covered with all the up-to-second odds, news and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today 
to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEF, that is B-L-E-A-V, BELIEF, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, Stefan, um, I think the first thing we need to mention here, um, and this is the Friday game, which is now off. Mainz against Union Berlin. Uh, so no Friday game. Um, just keeps checking the schedule. I think there's a couple other games that are under question marks. Um, I heard some rumblings about maybe Dorp Köln against Dortmund also uh, because of the snow. So just something to, to keep an eye on, I guess, as we go into this match day. We're not going to predict uh, Mainz against Union because we don't even know when it's going to take place. We don't know what the squad is going to look like, right? So like, um, we're just going to shelve that prediction. Um, poor Union, though, Stefan. This is the second time this has happened to them this year. Yeah, uh, they'll be playing till August at this rate. Um, if they can finally get some of these uh, games rescheduled, um, it's 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 you know it's really interesting actually because you know obviously the winter break um, is just a big part of German football, but when the winter break actually takes part uh, or takes place is perhaps something that we maybe have to take up for reopen to debate um because obviously um this happens just about every year where we take time off and then everyone comes back and then that's when the winter or that's when the weather really gets bad um at least in my part of the world january is always worse than december um yeah. so it's usually in germany yeah. the same too the winter break is yeah. poorly timed they would be better off to do it in february and yeah just you're play probably christmas. right or the but. second or the last two weeks of january maybe um yeah but um yeah put put on but i'm sure they don't mind an extra break no um gives them some more time to um to gel um stefan on that note too i hope that wasn't your match of the week because you we didn't actually clarify before we went on we usually do this off the air i guess listeners get to uh listen to a little bit of how this works but what's your match of the week this year this week uh i well i mean obviously there's the big top spiel that's the big one um, yeah uh, I'm I'm happy to take that one unless you want it. Go for it, go for it, okay. and I'll I'll pick um, I will pick uh the Hessen derby between Darmstadt and Frankfurt. So perfect, we have that figured out. But um, that is not the games that we start with. We we'll start with um Freiburg against Hoffenheim. That is the the first of the Saturday games. Um, you know. People are wondering how how I predict, how I determine which one of the Saturday games I pick first. Well, it's simple. I just follow what the Bundesliga.com app says. So that's the one that they list first. Um, it's also a derby, a Baden-Württemberg derby. Um, I had a pretty hard time predicting this one, um, Stefan. Um, I went with a 1-1 draw in the end. Um, both those teams, good. Um, Hoffenheim actually thought played really well um, at Bayern Munich to to kick off um, the restart after the winter break. Um, they now have way again because obviously this is now the start of the the Rückrunde, right? Yeah. Uh, which means we're reshuffling the deck. Um, so they are way back to back. But you know, I I just sense this is going to be a one-one draw between two pretty good sides. Yeah, this is a hard one to call. It uh, should be a good match. Um, you know, Hoffenheim have had two back-to-back away games to start off the year, but I think they'll be more than happy with that because they have been better on the road uh, this season. Um, obviously, putting that Bayern game to one side um, 
where they were you know, they've got the, yeah they've got the third best away record in the league behind only Bayern Bayern and Bayer uh, Bayer 04 Leverkusen um, and I actually think they'll probably add to that tally uh, in this game I've gone for a 2-1 win to Hoffenheim just because even though Freiburg haven't been bad at home uh, they've only lost one game but that draw to Union Berlin uh, last weekend made me really wonder whether they've actually kind of managed to kick on at all. Um, you know, they've kind of finished 2023 in a bit of a slump, losing 3-2 to Heidenheim. And that draw last weekend didn't really give me any hope that they've managed to turn a corner. So I think it's going to be a very tight game, but I think I think Hoffenheim might just squeeze this one. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was I almost went with that result. So we'll see. Uh, if this is one of those where you know you're never supposed to go back on your test uh, <laughs> when you have multiple choice you go with the first choice you're never supposed okay. to go back um, we'll see if that's going to bite me in the butt but um, up next is Köln against Dortmund as I said some slight doubts on whether this game will take place or not it is on at the moment Köln is optimistic that it will take place but are they going to be optimistic about the result here Stefan? I think they will um you know, I think that Darmstadt result last weekend, it wasn't a perfect performance, but it was exactly the kind of result we expected. And, you know, for all Dortmund's faults under Terzic, they do seem to have a decent knack for just kind of picking up these points against the bottom half of the teams at the bottom half of the table. And I don't really foresee any big changes here. I think Cologne probably did well to get a point last weekend. Uh, we kind of talked a lot about it, actually. I think it was my game of the week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, a big kind of six pointer against Heidenheim, they get a point from that. So they're still, you know, they haven't been really cut adrift just yet at the bottom of that table, but I still think they've probably not got nearly enough about them to kind of beat or take points off this Dortmund side. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden Sancho featured, and I wouldn't be surprised if Dortmund picked up a win here. Yeah, two things about this. Um, Mats Hummels um, expected to return after he missed the Darmstadt match uh, with a sickness. And uh, Jaden Sancho expected to start on the bench again. Um, probably getting more minutes this time around, I would suspect. Um, so, yeah, I'm really curious to watch this. I, I did go for a 2-0 Dortmund win in, in Köln. Uh, they are back-to-back away on the road as well, right? After being in Darmstadt last week, being in Köln this week. It's kind of a really good, um, if you need to have two back-to-back away games, Stefan, these are the, probably the two that you want at the moment because that's two opponents that are not good <laughs> and having them on the road back-to-back, you're still likely to pick up six points here. Yeah, and it's also two teams that Dortmund can kind of iron out a lot of kind of creases in their attacking team. Uh, um, you know, for anyone who didn't catch the first half of the season, um, Dortmund really looked quite dysfunctional in attack and while I didn't think their performance against Darmstadt was a real 10 out of 10 performance by any means um, you know it was good to see Marco Royce and Jaden Sancho link up Makuku came on and scored an incredible goal and you know it felt like you know I mean Darmstadt are quite literally the worst team in the league right now so it was the perfect kind of cannon fodder for Dortmund to kind of exercise some demons and just kind of make sure they're back on track. And I suspect Cologne will probably be something similar. With all due respect to them, um, they're, they're struggling just as badly as Darmstadt. They've only got one extra point now and I'm on the table. And yeah, it could prove to be a really useful start to the year for Dortmund, especially in an attacking sense. Mm, yeah, we'll see. 
Ähm, das next one, Stefan, Stuttgart ähm, against Bochum. Stuttgart in Bochum. Um, I'm really curious how Stuttgart will rebound from that 3-1 defeat to Gladbach, where I actually thought they were, Stuttgart were the better side. They were caught early, right? Conceded two early goals. Um, then fought their match. Uh, they, they, they fought themselves back into the match. Um, but rather than scoring the 2-2 equalizer, um, conceded a third from a Gladbach side that loves to play counter-attacking football. Um, there were some doubts um, midweek whether Dennis Undorf is going to be fit for this game. He, it looks like he will be. And um, I am just, I think this is a perfect response game for Stuttgart in a very difficult environment. And um, with that in mind, I went for a narrow 2-1 win for Stuttgart. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be a good test for them. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk about Stuttgart in the main show just because there was so much to talk about elsewhere. So much, um, yeah. Um, which is a shame. But yeah, it was a quite unexpected result. Um, but I think they'll come up against a Bochum side who really know how to kind of throw their weight around at home. Um, they also drew 1-1 with Werder Bremen, but it's worth noting that Bremen only just managed to rescue a point from that game um, with a last-minute goal. And... You know, I, I saw an interesting stat today, which was worth mentioning that Bochum this season have let 11 points slip from winning positions this season. And obviously that game was a perfect example of it. And if they'd managed to avoid those slip-ups, they'd actually be sitting sixth in the table right now. So, you know, it shows the kind of um, thin margins between success and, 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 well, not failure, but a lack of success, shall we say, um, because Bochum are obviously sitting 14th right on the table and they've got a bit of leg room between them and bottom three, but it's it's not much. Having said all that, um, they have been good at home this season, um, particularly um, at grinding out draws. They've got two wins, five draws and just one defeat. Um, and off the back of that result against Gladbach, I do suspect that Stuttgart might struggle here. Um, so I've actually gone for a 1-1 draw here. Hmm. Interesting. All right, up next is 9th against 11th, um, and that's Heidenheim against Wolfsburg. Heidenheim being the team in 9th, um, Stefan. I don't think many expected that after the Hinrunde. What's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so, I mean, I think this will... We talked a lot about Wolfsburg actually um, last week because um, they also had a very tough match against Mainz and we talked about how Nico Kovac is still very much under pressure and ultimately that game ended in a 1-1 draw and it felt to me like there wasn't much to take for either side really. Neither team really created many chances at all and you know Wolfsburg obviously took the lead and then Mainz managed to pull it back in the second half and it strikes me still a case of this Wolfsburg side just kind of really struggling to kind of get out of first gear, really. And I suspect they'll probably really struggle against this Heidenheim side. Maybe not to the extent that they'll lose, but um, I, I just can't really see them winning, to be honest with you. Um, on top of that, Wolfsburg's record away from home um, isn't great. They've got three defeats in the last five games. Uh, they've conceded over three goals in, their la in five of the last six away games. Um, so 
I, I, I was very, very close to giving this to Heidenheim, but for some reason I've gone for a 2-2 draw. I don't know why, I think. I just feel like Wolfsburg are doing enough to stay afloat, but they're just not doing enough to convince anyone. So a 2-2, a 2-2 draw at Heidenheim is, a, that is, is that kind of example where it just doesn't move the needle at all, doesn't do Niko Kovac any favours, but it also wasn't enough to, to sack him, I guess. Hmm. So I do think Heidenheim are going to take this. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a narrow 2-1 win uh, for the team in ninth. Um, I just think that at home, they have a better plan than most teams that come there. And that includes the top four. Um, I think that they're just a very well-structured team that, where everyone knows exactly what they're doing. It's it's a typical greater than the sums of all parts club, right? Um, and, you know, I think that structure and that ability to play very good football um, serves them in a, in a league where structure sometimes gets thrown out of the window, including by the Wolfsburg team. And I think that is what's, in my mind, is going to just about give them the win here. And, of course, that begs questions then if that happens. I think even a draw, Stefan, because um, Wolfsburg drew 1-1 to Mainz, right, to start this the second half of the season or the post-winter break um, part of the season. And... I think if they don't get all three points here, that could really ring the alarm bells at in the Autostadt. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fair point. Um, but um, sorry, I just was completely checking something on my phone. There, I got a phone call which I had to quickly turn off. There, um, are we still talking about Heidenheim here? Or have we moved on to Darmstadt? Yes. No, we can move on to Darmstadt. It's all good. Just sorry. agree with me. <laughs> It's fine. Like, I feel, I feel like this is like uh, revenge for what I did to you yesterday uh, when I got a phone call right in the middle of a podcast from a source. Yeah, it's one of those phone calls where you spend ten seconds thinking, "Why is that person phoning me right now?" And then and you why come back in and three then, times. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, it's it's fine. Manu's talking about Heidenheim. I can just zone out for thirty seconds, and then I come back in and there's a question thrown at me. Um, <laughs> it's January. It's it's. It's a it's a time when you get phone calls out of nowhere uh, when you are a journalist covering transfers. Uh, I'm just saying that. So, okay, that's fine. Let's just move on to my top spiel, which is Darmstadt against Frankfurt. Um, Hessen Derby. Uh, still laughing about the fact that you got interrupted this time and me yesterday, but <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. Um, yeah, I actually, you know, yes, this is at the Ballanfall Tor, Darmstadt, um, Sieges is a big derby. I I think for Eintracht Frankfurt fans, the the real big derby is against fourth division side Kickers Offenbach. So I don't know how how much they value this. Um, but you know what, the Darmstadt side, yeah, they had their chances against Dortmund, but in the end of the day, they still lost that game three 0 And I actually sense that Frankfurt, with all the firepower that they now have added to the side, I think they're going to win this game three 0 as well, Stefan. Yeah, um, this to me felt like one of the easier ones to call. Um, mm-hmm. Frankfurt have been pretty solid on the road. Um, they're actually sixth in the table right now um, in terms of points picked up away from home. Um, most recent one, of course, coming against Leipzig. Having watched that game, I didn't think Frankfurt were incredible. I think if they had, except I think if the game had finished with a draw or even a late winner from Leipzig, I'm not sure Frankfurt would have been 
had too much to complain about, but you know they played to their strengths, and you know a, a win's a win at the end of the day. And but I feel like this clash against Darmstadt will be much easier for them. Um, and I've gone for a two 0 win and a pretty straightforward one at that. With the NFL playoffs in full swing, and the NBA season right in the midst of it, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to second odds news and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. I think, too, that... Um, you have to keep in mind that Leipzig game was the first one with the new additions, Donny van der Beek and uh, Sasha Kalajic, right? Now they had another week. They had a first full game. A win against Leipzig will give you that confidence, you know, to think, okay, look, we didn't play great, but we can win those games. And then you go to Darmstadt where you are, for, from a quality perspective, that much better. I think that is a big element here as well. So, yeah. Um, I have full agreement here that Frankfurt are going to win this it's just a matter of how many goals um, next is your top spiel Leipzig against Leverkusen oh boy this is going to be a really good game Stefan yeah absolutely um, it's you know having just talked about Leipzig briefly there um, having lost that game against Frankfurt last weekend and we talked about it in the main show as well for anyone who missed it more or less suggested that you know, despite losing that game, I thought Leipzig did just about everything right. You know, they went through the motions, they created the chances, they more or less defended pretty well. Um, and yeah, they came away with no points. But I think it's one of those games where fans would probably walk away thinking, well, you know, any other time, if we played that game another 100 times, they would have won it 99 times. So in a weird way, it was probably pretty decent, um, tr you know, training or you know, preparation for this clash against Leverkusen because it was a decent performance first and foremost. And I suspect they'll probably put on a really strong performance against Leverkusen. Um, I think this will be a huge test for Leverkusen. Um, and, you know, obviously the manner in which they won last weekend was just incredibly dramatic, but also in a kind of similar sense where they dominated the match, they did everything right, and whereas Leipzig were kind of, you know, punched in the gut uh, and kind of lost their points to a kind of smash and grab effort from Frankfurt, Leverkusen were able to ultimately grind Augsburg down and get a late winner. So I think both teams have played really well right now, and it's really, really, really hard to call them right now. I've gone for a very narrow win for Leverkusen just because... In these big games this season, they really have stepped up. Um, the one against Bayern Munich, perhaps the most obvious example of that. Um, but they've been really good when they've had to be. And yes, they're missing missing Boniface. But I think Patrick Schick, um, who looked maybe a little jaded or a little tired last weekend, should be able to kind of turn it on this, uh, this weekend. He should be back to full fitness. And I think Leverkusen will win 3-2. Yeah, I, have, I went for something similar. Uh, I went for a 2-1 Leverkusen win. Um, 
couple of factors that I calculated into this is that um, unlike the Augsburg game, Florian Witz is expected to start this one, right? There was a slight concern that they had with his fitness. Um, he had he trained well this week, so he's going to start this game. Um, so I think that is um, that will make a big difference. Um, one question mark is Grimaldo, uh, whether he can start. Although you know, there's there is some some sense that he will, um, but. I spoke to um, Louis Openda midweek as part of a roundtable, Stefan. Um, I did I did a quick profile for Transfermarkt and then a long read on Louis Openda in Leipzig for, for gegenpressing. So that's um, both those articles are out if you want to check them out. And um, he spoke a lot about confidence and how the, this team still has to has to grow and find chemistry. And, you know, you do, you do get the sense, and this was something that I pointed out in this article, you can see Leipzig's potential and what they will be um, when those pieces all start to click with one another, right? In fact, you want to take a look at Leipzig now and where Leverkusen are now. I think that is basically where Leipzig could end up. But I just don't think they're there yet. I think that consistency is just not there yet. You saw it in the Frankfurt game. Um, you still see it um, at times um, when, they, when they play against bigger opponents. The Man City game comes to mind, right? Where they controlled the first half and still lost. And, you know, I think that um, while at times they're very flashy and have all the talent, I don't think they have the consistency yet to, to play against a Leverkusen team that it plays like a machine. So, you know, with that in mind, um, yeah, I think that uh, Leverkusen are going to just etch this with a 2-1 win. So, yeah, like you, narrow win for Leverkusen, which, of course, exciting for the title race has implications for the Champions League race too because Dortmund could now catch up with Leipzig, right? Um, if if all predictions hold, then that would put them even on points uh, but still for a gap in goal differentials. So, yeah, makes it exciting. Um, let's wait and see. All right, up next, Bayern against Werder Bremen. <laughs> let's keep this short. Bayern are going to win this game 4-0. <laughs> I've gone for 2-0. Oh, or 3-0 or 2-0 you know you know they're gonna win it <laughs> yeah more or less um it'd be it'd be nice if red Bremen caused some sort of shock and we could talk about it on the monday show but for now uh the less said about this game probably the better because it seems unlikely to be an upset yeah exactly so we'll, we'll, we'll recap it but yeah there's no no reason reason to really really dwell on this um then there's gladbach against augsburg what do you think here stefan so, um, you know, you mentioned Gladbach briefly uh, and the result that they picked up last week uh, unexpectedly against Stuttgart. And I think, I can't remember if we mentioned this in the show if we just talked about it in our, in our group chat. Um, but if you look at how um, Gladbach's season's gone, if you kind of take those first six or seven games out of the equation, but I think they went six games without winning, they finally picked up a result. I wouldn't say it was against Augsburg. I don't know if it's true, but maybe it's just top of my head. First one of the season. Since then, they've actually kind of slowly but surely started climbing up the league table. And I was quite surprised to read the, or actually find in the form table, that if you take the last 10 games in the Bundesliga, Gladbach actually seventh. Um, you know, which maybe suggests that, you know, they, you know, well, it doesn't maybe, it certainly suggests that they, they have, but they are slowly but surely becoming this Gerardo Siona team that um, I think a lot of Gladbach fans were hoping would happen because he's obviously a very good head coach. 
They've still got plenty of decent players, and they just seem to be grinding out results when they can. Um, you know, over the last, over the last five games, and they beat Hoffenheim. Uh, they've been Gladbach. They've beaten Stuttgart. Sorry, they didn't beat um, Freder Bremen. Sorry, they drew with Freder Bremen. Um, so yeah, they're picking they're picking up decent results. They've also won four of the last five home games. So, long story short, um, I think if you consider that alongside the fact that the kind of new manager bounce is kind of um, no longer bouncing. <laughs> I guess is the expression um, at Augsburg. Um, they are actually second bottom in terms of points won uh, in the last five games. Third bottom, rather. Uh, so yeah, I think Gladbach will win this game. So I've gone for a two-one win. Yeah, I I I went for something similar. I went for three-one win for Gladbach. Um, I was really encouraged by their performance um, last week against um, against Stuttgart. I thought it was quite impressive the way they played it. It's a great match plan. Um, the question I guess there were some questions about player but he looks like he's going to play um, from what I've seen I mean he had some he, I think he picked up a knock but yeah it looks like he's actually going to be available and so yeah you look at you look at this team um, they look just so transformed and the ability for them to having found uh, players like Robin Huck and Roko Reitz right out of nowhere or Luca Nets is another one um, and the eternally linked to the Premier League, <laughs> Gloria Neuhaus. <laughs> <laughs> All rediscovering their form. Um, it's, it's remarkable. And um, I mean, yes, that that's great. If if Gladbach can, you know, play a really strong second half of the season, they they can sniff around the European places pretty quickly. And a 3-1 win here against uh, Augsburg would certainly do that. So, yeah, let's see. Um, hopefully the matches all take place because we spent quite a bit of time previewing them. Um, again, disclaimer, um, the match against a uh, match between Union Berlin and Mainz has been postponed. Um, and then of course, shout out to the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Believe in association with Get German Football News who are so kind every week to post this show on their side and our predictions. And um, yeah, Stefan, any final thoughts before we wrap up this week? Let's just hope uh, all the games are on. Everyone can get yeah. to them safely. The yeah. snow finally leaves us in peace and we can crack on with 2024. Yeah, God, I mean, um, it's always a yearly reminder that winter doesn't actually start until December 21st. <laughs> we have another three months of this. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll get through it somehow. Um Yes, as I said, check out the, the newsletters. There, Stefan has a great one on Mario Götze. Uh, Matt Ford with his first weekly um, on German fan culture. Some really great stuff in there. I spoke to Louis Pender this week, so that's out. Then the transfer show is out um, with a big wrap-up on what's going on with Gio Reyna. Um, that's for subscribers only, so check that out. Or so take out a subscription if you haven't already. And then we did a bonus show with Uli Hesse on the life of Franz Beckenbauer as well. And that's for subscribers only too. So if you're interested in that, um, go take out a subscription and uh, give it a listen. We'll be back soon. Until then, auf Wiedersehen.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.